Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. New Zealand time. Uh, meanwhile, uh, in Australia, in parts of Australia anyway, in Sydney in particular, uh, it is uh, 9.03 in the morning. Um, and uh, therefore, us uh, covering the cricket on behalf of the Telegraph has been uh, a long-time journalist for them, Nick Holt, uh, who's been witnessing uh, England being on the back foot, under the rack, uh, on the rack actually, under the pump, if you like. You can describe it any other way you like. But they're uh, struggling after just two days of the first Ashes Test match at the Gabba. Pretty much nothing's gone right, uh, apart from winning the toss. And then it went wrong it seems. So uh, Nick, uh, thanks for joining us uh, this morning. Uh, tell us, you're having to cover this from, from Sydney. Uh, can't get into Brisbane? No, unfortunately not. We couldn't get into Brisbane uh, because of the quarantine rules, but hopefully uh, we'll be able to go to Adelaide on Monday and cover the, uh, the second test match from there. Okay, let's uh, let's look at it. Uh, let's go back to uh, that gloomy sort of overcast morning uh, when uh, Joe Root called correctly um, but perhaps um, didn't do the right thing and, and whatever happened, uh, it hasn't turned out well for England to this point. No, everything that could go wrong has gone wrong so far. Uh, even Ben Stokes picking up an injury yesterday. They're saying that he's got a left knee problem, uh, which we'll probably learn more about today. But that was the kind of news that was the last thing they really wanted to hear. Um, as you know, in Australia, once things start turning against you, it's very hard to turn the tide back again. And uh, I think they're in for a pretty heavy defeat in this game. And it's just a question of whether they've got enough in the tank to bounce back next week in Adelaide. I suppose it was always a concern, given their lack of preparation for England going into this game, that they could uh, they could get on the wrong side of things very early on um, but they've not helped themselves like you say you know the, the, the tough decision uh, the makeup of the team particularly of the of the bowling lineup, uh, are things that are going to be debated for a long time they are and that's of real interest to me I mean the toss is one thing uh, I think you got it wrong looking at the conditions I wasn't there um, but um, I, I had heard the, the thoughts of Ian Healy of Mark Taylor and they're always bat first guys in Australia as you well know but they said bowl so I've got to take their word for it there but this team selection thing is is quite quite intriguing for me. Uh, the fact that um, no Anderson, I, I can sort of run with that, um, but no Broad as well. I, I just you just have to have one there, one experienced bowler in that bowling attack, Ashes wise. I think um, that's right, and I think the, the problem they went for the spinner, Jack Lee. Um, who uh, they haven't picked for six months. England played on some turning pitches in the summer at home and they didn't pick the spinner. They went with a seam attack. Um, and yet they, they arrive in Brisbane, a series that they've been planning for for four years, pick a guy they haven't picked for six months. Leaving out Anderson, like you say, you can understand because of perhaps his fitness. Uh, leaving out Broad as well appeared strange because um, they've had plenty of opportunities to move on from Anderson Broad over the last four years since the tour here before and not taken them. To then do it here <laughs> seems, a bit, seems a bit short-sighted. And the problem with picking four seamers is that it put a lot of pressure on Mark Wood and Ben Stokes to bowl a lot of overs yesterday once the Aussies went after Jack Leach, as we knew they would. Um, and the result is that obviously Stokes is now feeling with me. Yeah, and, and Leach can't be feeling too too good at all. I know he's a resilient sort of a 
character. And, you know, he, he, he took a pounding yesterday. They came at him um, unanimously. It was just uh, obviously a team plan just to belt him out of uh, this particular test match and perhaps knock his confidence for six, literally, uh, with what's coming up. Yeah, I mean, Jack's had a lot of sort of health issues in his life, so he is a pretty resilient character. I think he will... He will see this for what it was, but um, I think the problem for him is that he, he's probably lost the trust of, of, of the captain already because, of, as I mentioned earlier, didn't he? He, he had a really good tour to India in March, came back as England's number one spinner and then wasn't picked all summer. So there's, he, he'll probably always, already think that the captain doesn't rate him and that's not going to change, obviously, after what happened yesterday. Um, but looking at the squad, they haven't really got an awful lot of alternative options. So uh, so they probably will have to stick with him. But, um, uh, but I expect Board and Anderson will uh, make a very rapid return to the team when we get to Adelaide next week. Yeah, I, I, I kind of th- think they might. And I, I kind of think the reason why also is, uh, is the nature of that game, which I think will suit uh, Anderson. Uh, probably not not as quick as he was last time he was in Australia but very very clever uh, and I, I think they were working his favour but yesterday there was a point when you perhaps wouldn't wouldn't have minded Anderson uh, when you cracked them open at 195 for 5 that was your, your pathway back into the mat but that was very quickly snuffed out yeah, that's right. They they had, well, they didn't help themselves as well. They dropped catches. They dropped a really easy catch in the slips. Uh, there were a couple of run-out chances that were missing. Obviously, Stokes bowled Warner on 17 with a no-ball, um, and he bowled 14 no-balls in total in that session. Um, so these little details that they've, uh, that they've overlooked, uh, and it's those little mistakes that are actually really going to cost them because that would have opened up Australia's underbelly earlier on. And uh, as we know, with Carey, Green and, and Head, who played brilliantly, obviously, but he was making a mm. test return, there were there was a pressure point for them to press, but they didn't help themselves. So by the time you know, Head came in, he could take on and start flogging around some very tired bowlers. How do you, how do you bowl 14 no balls um, in, a, in a spell and has so few called under today's system? That, 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 I found that intriguing and I'm with Ricky Ponting on that. Uh, I, I was quite staggered about that. Yeah, he let, uh, ben was let down by by the technology, wasn't he? It was um, I don't know whether on-field umpires are just uh, just sort of out of practice and perhaps not looking anymore. Um, and didn't tell him, didn't tell him that he was pushing the line and breaking the line, and he only found out when the wicket was taken. But to be fair to Ben, when you look at that replay of him taking the wicket, he, he knew he'd overstepped because he wasn't really jumping around celebrating bowling David Warner like you would expect him to. Um, so I think he knew he'd overstepped, and you just wonder about their preparation, really. The guy's going into a test match clearly with a problem with his run-up and continually no-balling, and he even no-balled when he came back later in the day, when he must have been told that he'd, he'd been overstepping in the morning session, and He's still doing it later on. There's also it's probably a technical problem there with Ben, which uh, I suppose belies the fact that he has had a lot of preparation. Uh, he's been out of cricket mm. for a long time. Uh, but also you, you do wonder about how they prepare for this game. So let, let's look at uh, Joe Root himself. Um, have you seen anything to suggest he's under severe early pressure and this, this is going to be a long Asher series for him? Um, yeah, you know, he's, he's got, I won't say the weight of the nation on his shoulders, but there's a lot of expectation on Joe Root these days, of course, with that role. Did you see any uh, worrying signs? so far after only two days? Well, I think today will be important uh, when England are back again. Um, if he gets another low score, then yeah, the pressure will absolutely be piling on because you've got a, he's got for, his, for somebody of his ability, he's got a relatively poor record in Australia. He hasn't scored a test 100 here, so um, so focus will switch quite quickly to, onto him. The one thing I will say about this England team, which is what makes a really interesting team to cover, is that they're up and down. I mean, they could have an absolute shocker here in Brisbane and go and win in Adelaide because there's that kind of team. Um, so they do have an ability to bounce back. They are quite resilient in that way. They like proving people wrong. 
Uh, but that does, at the moment, sound like putting at straws, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I suppose that sort of answers my next question. Um, any chance at all they can get out of this one? Out of the gather? I don't think so. No, I don't think we're going to be uh, going out of uh, Brisbane with a, with a, with a draw. I, 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 it always happens to England. They've, they've, they've not won here since 86-7 and beef his day. And, and, and they drew in 2010-11 and went on to win the series. But, uh, but no, this time, I mean, I think this game's one truly gone. Okay, Nick. Well, uh, we'll leave it at that. I, I can I can tell you're just a little disappointed first up because and you summed it up first of all actually uh, very very well when you said you get to Australia, um, you get them on the front foot, or give them that opportunity. You find it desperately hard uh, to get back, and that to me is the worrying thing because here they were trialling a new captaincy setup. Uh, they've had all the pressure on them with the Tim Payne scenario and everything going on. Justin Lang is uh, was he losing the dressing room? All these uh, particular scenarios. And those two days, uh, it's all it's all forgotten almost, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. There, there were pressure points for England to press, but they just weren't good enough to do it. And, and yeah, absolutely, they could easily have shifted the, the focus onto Langer again and to, on onto to Cummings and, and his, his you know his appointment and the reappointment of Steve Smith to a leadership role. There were plenty of question marks over the, over their team. But look, it's a long series. There's, there's time, and 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 the fact that Australia have a few issues in their own team suggests that they're, it's not all going to be played sailing from them from now on. So there is a chance for England to, to turn the tide to push to push back and, and like I say they are a pretty unpredictable team and maybe once they've been here a little bit longer um, and more tuned to the conditions uh, they, they will actually put it more of a fight and then put the pressure back on Australia but uh, at the moment it feels a bit like most of the other Ashes tours I've covered and he's heading one way <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I get that I know I've toured there enough myself I know exactly what you're going through so um, thanks very much for your time this morning let's hope you can actually get to the ground at the Adelaide Oval and, and get a, fi- a flavour of being at the ground itself. Uh, thanks so much, uh, Nick, for your time this morning. Uh, travel well, travel safe. Thank you very much. Thanks, pleasure to talk. Cheers. Yeah, yeah cheers. Uh, Nick Holt.